Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks pick up the win tonight, 115-105. Somewhat of a revenge game. After blowing a 2-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals a season ago, the Bucks pick up a 115-105 win over the Raptors at home. Now 4-2 on the season. Big W when you consider it's their first back-to-back of the year. We're on the road last night in Orlando. Come home, pick up a 10-point win over the Raptors. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Ryan Horvath filling in tonight for Bill Schmidt. He'll be back with you guys for the next game. He'll be back tomorrow morning for Fantasy Football Weekly, 414-799-1250. You can also reach us on Twitter at 1057FMTheFan. Find us on Facebook as well at 1057FMTheFan, 414-799-1250. A lot to talk about tonight. Bucks pick up the W, first back-to-back of the season. Not a perfect win, but a win against a solid Raptors team, led by as many as 26 points in the first half, led by 16 at halftime, 66-50. to This arguably Giannis's best night of the season, his best game of the year. He had 17 at the half. Kyle Lowry had 17 at the half. They were going back at it a little bit, but the Bucs do lead by as many as 26-16 at the half, and the Raptors do make a comeback in that game. But to be expected, I just... Bucks looked a little bit tired in the second half, playing in the first back-to-back of the year. Raptors shoot 40% from the floor, 41% from three-point land. That's really how Toronto stayed in that game. They hit 15 of 36 threes. Bucks out-rebounded them 51 to 42. Bucks shot 34% from three, 46% from the floor. But Giannis tonight, his best game of the season, 36 points. Eight assists, 15 rebounds, just misses out on a triple-double by two assists. 14-20 from the field, 1-2 from three-point land, and Giannis pretty much carries the Bucs tonight with 36. Second-leading scorer tonight, when you look at the box score, Eric Bledsoe with 14. Bledsoe with a pretty solid night, 14 points, five assists, nine rebounds. We'll get to the box score here shortly. 414-799-1250. Once again, it's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show. Ryan Horvath filling in tonight for Bill Schmidt. And if you're just leaving the arena, 
give us a call if you're sitting at home here on a Saturday. A nice little Saturday. Full day of college football. A little NBA basketball. And the Bucks pick up a victory at home. I want to ask you guys tonight if this victory, if this win tonight means anything to you outside of just another regular season win, though. The Mayor Mitch Ross with me tonight. Ryan Horvath filling in for Bill Schmidt. Because when you look at last season and the way that it ends with the Bucs winning, you know, over 60 games, number one seed, they get home court advantage, and then you blow a 2-0 lead to the Raptors. I want to know if this one means anything to you or if it's just another regular season victory because we got to be honest, it's not the same Raptors team. Kawhi Leonard's gone. He is a clipper. Danny Green's gone. He made a big shot last night. He has went elsewhere as well. So not the same Raptors team, but still a pretty solid Raptors team that Won the, you know, won four games already this year. Pascal Siakam looks like he's a superstar. Fred Van Vliet, ever since becoming Fred Van Vliet Sr., since he had his child last year in the playoffs, has been a whole nother player. Kyle Lowry was on fire in this game, couldn't miss a shot. So still a pretty talented team, but obviously Toronto not going to win 55 games this year, most likely not going back to the NBA Finals. 414-799-1250. We'll get right out to the phone lines. We're going to go out to the north side, talk with Trell. Trell, what's up, buddy? What's up, T? What's going on, Orville? How you doing, baby? I'm doing good, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited. A solid weekend. You know, first back-to-back of the year. 26-point lead, though, in the first half. Does that make you nervous that it looked like that one was going to slip away? I was starting to get a little bit nervous there in the second half. Very so much. Um, I mean, um, I think it was Eric Nang. Uh, he was on the big show, and he said something about the offense. It's just not got where it needs to be. It's pretty much they're shooting a lot of threes. So when they're hitting, they're, you know, having big leads. And when they're not hitting, teams are coming back. And um, as we've seen this year, taking the lead a couple times, and we lost those games right. uh, against the Celtics and against the Heat. So um, I think the subtraction uh, of Malcolm Brogdon, uh, they got to get over that. And plus, on top of that, they're not playing as free-flowing anymore because they're the hunted. There's no more. You're not creeping up on anybody. You're going to get the best game from most teams. I don't care if it's the bottom team or the barrels. You're going to get their best game. So if you're not on your point, you know, you got you, you can lose that game. Um, they're going to have to. I don't know how long they're going to take. I don't know if they're going to wait to the deadline. But they're going to have to improve this team because I'm not, ner- I'm not only nervous for – how good this team could be and if they'll be able to reach the NBA Finals. I'm nervous that the impact of them maybe not being able to meet expectations, um, that it, it can factor into Giannis making a decision that no one thought that he would. And um, because it's getting closer to that point, I guess I'm getting more nervous because I look at this team and it's not the same team as last year. That's for one. And for two, they made calculations by letting Brighton go, but also uh, signing Wesley Matthews and Kyle Korver. Okay, you may be able to get the point production, but are you going to get that that glue type of player, that player that knows when to take over and when not to? Like I've been saying from the beginning, Malcolm Brogdon was Milwaukee's second most consistent player uh, on the team after Giannis. So, uh, like we've seen Milton tonight, 11 points. For a guy making thirty plus million dollars, I mean, is that acceptable or not? Um, you know what I mean. And Blesso had a pretty decent game. That's probably this is probably the best you're going to get from Blesso type games like this. And I just don't know, man. They need more. And um, going to be watching, but uh, I'm not going to be fooled because I've seen the warts now. So if they are able to get on the hot streak, we 
when they play the better teams, the worst are going to show, show even more. So they got to improve this team. I think it's pressure on the uh, front office, John, John Horst and the owners, to do whatever they have to do to make sure this team has every opportunity to reach their potential because you got a guy that that people are salivating to have an opportunity to try to yeah. uh, pull him away from walking. So we got to do everything on our part, on our end, to make sure that that's not even in the discussion. So that's where I'm at with it. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> have a good Saturday night. Thank you, T. Yeah, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You guys could pop on as well. I agree with. I don't know if it's time to freak out that it's time to upgrade the team. I mean, I didn't want to lose Malcolm Brogdon, but I think that you did the best that you could this offseason, bringing in veterans like Wesley Matthews, bringing in a veteran like Kyle Korver. Because the thing with Kyle Korver is, and I've been pretty tough on Kyle Korver, I mean, he's more than just a sharpshooter. He's a veteran that you want in the locker room. He's already working on guys' three-point shot. He's working with Bledsoe. And if you saw it in Utah last year, you know, Donovan Mitchell, when he would have a rough game, a young player, you'd see Corver in the locker room sticking up for him. You know, he's just more of a mentor at this point of his career. What worries me about Kyle Corver is I want him on the floor in the fourth quarter to knock down big shots. I just don't know who he's going to guard against a team like Philadelphia. I don't know who he's, who he's guarding on the floor. But I don't know if it's time to worry about upgrading, and we got a long time before we hit the deadline. But the Bucks now 4-2 and two on the season, first back-to-back of the year, and they pick up two big victories. Let's go to the south side, 414-799-1250. Talk with Joel. Joel, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Not too much. I disagree. I think it's absolutely time to start worrying. And I just say that from a fan's perspective. Like, I probably stress out way too much thinking about Giannis leaving. I just want to expound on what Trell was saying. So, to me, there's six teams in the NBA mm-hmm. who are title contenders that have a second-best player better than Middleton. You got the Lakers with Davis, the Agreed. Clippers with George. Assuming health, of course, you got Kyrie in Brooklyn, right. Russ in Houston, Clay in Golden State, and Ben Simmons in Philly. And so when it's time for Giannis to make that decision, he might look to Middleton and be like, you're just not good enough as a second-best player. There was a play midway in the third. Giannis got the rebound. He's pushing it. He gives Middleton a perfect pass, and he just blows a layup. I mean, you're the second-best player on the team. You're an all-star. Yet the variance between his best and worst is huge. He's so inconsistent. And I feel like you can't win with that. And when it comes time to it, I think Giannis is going to look like, okay, I got to go to a team who's got a little more talent than we got. Because the Bucks have a good team, but after him, there's a huge drop-off. And it's frustrating watching the game because Giannis can only do so much. When he comes off the court, it's like the Bucks they're like, you know, a good team. With him on the court, they're great. But he can only play 30, 32 minutes a game. And so when he comes off, it's just the difference is huge. And, you know, I agree with Sal. They need to look at something. But I don't know what you can do. Right. If the Bucks could have guaranteed health, they would have signed Brogdon. But I think they were worried about his foot. You know, he's constantly injured. So they did what they, you know, they signed Middleton because he's healthy. And what else could they do? No, I completely agree. But, I mean, when you look at potential moves, I mean, are you looking at a guy like Chris Paul where you're going to have to eat a deal like that? You're going to have to eat a contract like that? And plus – you look at his health. I mean, Chris Paul's not the same player, and he's in his mid-30s right now. Like, who's a name that's out there? That's the only thing. You're right. Chris Paul is just a name. So, no. I mean, right. at this point in his career, he's nothing. And if I were to give you a name, I guess I couldn't. I mean, I would take a lot. I mean, C.J. McCollum, you know. Yeah. J- Jason Tatum's probably not on there. Like, Bradley Beal. Like, these are guys that I would take over Middleton just because he's so inconsistent. Right. 
Thanks for the phone call, man. Enjoy your Saturday night. And I completely agree. Bradley Beal was a name that kept popping up last season that I was interested in, but the problem is he was extended. You know, Chris Paul, not the same player that he was, what, 10 years ago? He's in his mid-30s. Had a nice season. The first season that he was in Houston, he was he was solid. And then they wanted to push the tempo a little bit. He had the same injuries. He's, he's got old man injuries. That's the thing. Everything keeps kind of piling on. we got the mayor, Mitch Ross. Mitch, what do you think? Time to start freaking out. I mean, you're 4-2 and two on the season. <laughs> I was talking about this a little bit on the uh, Chuck and Winkler pregame show, which you guys could catch 5 to 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. And I said, I'm not concerned that this team – I'm not concerned, like, they're not going to miss out on the playoffs. They're most likely going to be the first or second seed in the Eastern Conference. They're going to win over 50 games, and they're going to go back to the Eastern Conference Finals. But what scares me is the same thing that T said, the same thing that Joel just said, is that when you do get to the playoffs, I don't know that they have a guy that could take over a game, a closer in the fourth quarter. They don't have a Kyrie Irving. As good as Giannis is, he doesn't really... Like he plays with the ball in his hands, but I think you saw some some closing from Giannis tonight. I mean, he was great in the fourth quarter, but it's just a completely he, different. He game wanted to kind of take it over and make playoffs. sure the Raptor. It, I agree, and I agree, and you're going to see five bodies on Giannis and the way the Bucks have shot the ball in the second half of games so far this year. I can definitely see why there would be some trepidation, but the Bucks need, I think, another guy who can create a shot, another guy who can make something happen because Chris Middleton. Obviously, a nice player. Can't seem to get around, guys. Can't can't seem to, you know, he can he he'll he'll go four of seventeen and hit the biggest shot of the night. He'll do that all the time, uh, so it looks better. But they just need somebody, especially I think on that second unit, Ryan, where it's just you need a guy that, and I don't have a name off the top of my head, but you just need a guy where he can he can create a shot. Yeah, and and get to the hole a, right. a little bit more consistently. Right. And so far, I would say Wes Matthews is is not Malcolm Brogdon. And he never was going to be. Um, but, I mean, Wes... But, and Brogdon was so good with the second unit, Unit is my point. Yeah. I mean, because he could lead the second unit. He could play with the ball in his hands. He could create his own shot. The thing about Malcolm Brogdon is people keep bringing up, I don't know if you wanted to pay him the money and you were probably worried about the injury history. I just don't know that Malcolm Brogdon wanted to come back to Milwaukee. Once again, it's last all those night, things. he had the same quote again last night. This is a basketball city. You know, he, he feels Indiana, like... Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. In the Indies, the basketball city, like he just loves the fit there. He likes playing with the ball in his hands. I think things are going to change for him a little bit when Oladipo comes back from injury. He won't have the ball in his hands as much. He's going to have to share the rock a little bit. But yeah, I would have loved to bring back Malcolm Brogdon. But I feel like you did the best that you could because outside of bringing in two veterans for cheap, like Wes Matthews and Kyle Korver, I mean, you had to pay Middleton because there was really not another second superstar out there. And you could, I mean, you could argue the fact that he's a second option or he's a, you know, player B or whatever you want to call it, a sidekick to Giannis, but there was really nobody else out there. You can and, probably forget Bradley Beal too. I mean, well, yeah, it, that, that that's a pipe dream. That is that's you, impossible to get to get Bradley Beal at this point. Well, especially when you figure the fact that you're going to have to give Giannis the supermax next summer. I don't think you could afford Bradley Beal and bring back all the pieces. I don't know if you were going to be bringing back Brooke Lopez then, for example. You know, I don't know that any, you know, you're not going to bring back Chris Middleton if you're bringing in, I don't know, I, a name that was out there, I was interested, like Mike Conley would have been a perfect fit, I thought, but you played, you you paid Bledsoe, you extended Bledsoe early. You know, Kemba Walker, if Michael Jordan wasn't going to give him the Supermax, maybe a sign and trade would have been perfect. I feel like with the pick and pop, him and Giannis would have been a perfect combination. But I think you did the best you could in the offseason.
414-799-1250. We come back, we'll take a look in the box score. Also, we'll get to your phone calls. If you're hanging, hang on there, 414-799-1250. You can also tweet at us at 1057FM, the fan. When we come back. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Manus knocks that away from Love right at the rim. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show on the fan. Bucks pick up the victory 115-105. They move to 4-2 on the season. Raptors fall to 4-2 on the season with the loss. First back-to-back of the year, and the Bucks win both. Victory in Orlando. They come home and win it at the Pfizer Forum. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Time now for our defensive play of the game. And guess who it is? Two minutes remaining, third quarter. Passed out, Siakam. Giannis says no. What a defensive stand by the Bucks at half-court possession. Big night for Giannis. That's our defensive play of the game here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show. Plenty of time to pop on here, 414-799-1250. Let's go out to Cedarsburg, talk with Phil. Phil, what's up, man? How's your Saturday going? Hey, I think people may be a little negative here. I mean, this is a back-to-back. Right. I mean, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to win back-to-back games in the NBA. They flew all the way back from Orlando. I mean, this is an impressive win. I think we got to give them a little credit here. But the, the, there is a there is a pretty huge opportunity for somebody on this team. We got a hole right now at shooting guard. There's a spot for somebody if they, if somebody wants to come grab that spot. There's a spot for somebody. It might be DiVincenzo. I don't know who, mm-hmm. but there's a spot to be had on the Bucks right now. So one of these guys has got to step up. This is like an opportunity of a lifetime for one of these young guys. I completely There's agree. A spot. There's a spot on the Bucks right now. We need a guy to step up. No, I agree. And Wes Matthews tweaked his ankle a little bit tonight, so we'll wait and we'll talk to Matt Velasquez coming up here. Hey, did that win mean anything more to you than just a regular season win, seeing as it's against the Raptors? Granted, no Danny Green, no Kawhi Leonard as they've went elsewhere, but does that win, does that win um, mean something? I think without Kawhi Leonard, it doesn't quite mean what it would, it would have meant. I mean, it's, it's nice. You know, but it, it Kawhi sort of was the face of Toronto right. last year. He's gone, so it's it's sort of hollow. It's just a team to me. It's just just another NBA team without Kawhi. Thanks for the call, Phil. Enjoy your Saturday night. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You guys have plenty of time to pop on. You could also give us a tweet at one zero five seven FM. The fan taking a look at the box score tonight. Once again, Bucks win one fifteen one zero five. Giannis best game of the season, thirty six points. 15 rebounds, 8 assists tonight, 14 to 20 from the floor, 1 to 2 from three-point land. Middleton, 11 points, 4 of 12 from the floor, 4 rebounds, 7 assists tonight. Brooke Lopez, 26 minutes he plays tonight, 4 of 11 from the floor, 3 of 7 from three, 3 rebounds, 11 points. Eric Pledzo, a pretty uh, solid night tonight, 14 points. He had 5 assists, 9 rebounds, went 1 of 5 from three, 5 of 12, 5 of 12 from the floor. And then Wes Matthews with the uh, tweaked his ankle, went down a little bit with an injury. He played nine minutes, one to two from the floor, had two points. Urson played 21 minutes, had five points. Robin Lopez played 11 minutes, had six points. George Hill played 27 minutes tonight, four assists, seven points. Sterling Brown had nine points in just 13 minutes, three or four from the floor. 
and three of three from three. I like what I've seen from Sterling here the last couple nights and Dante DiVincenzo as well. Dante had eight points, four boards, and an assist in 21 minutes. And then Kyle Korver played 16 minutes tonight, had six points. Really, you look at the Raptors tonight, and Kyle Lowry carried that team. 36 points, 11 of 18 from the floor, 5 of 9 from 3. You held Siakam in check tonight, 16 points, 7 of 19 from the floor, 5 boards, fouled out in that game. And I think that Phil hit it on the head. You know, that's a pretty impressive win when you consider it's the first back-to-back of the season. You flew in from Orlando. Meanwhile, Toronto's been just kind of chilling in Milwaukee. So an impressive win. Let's go out to Malik. Malik, what's up, buddy? 414-799-1250. What's up, buddy? Malik, what's up? Oh, Mark. Sorry, buddy. Mark in Green Bay, what's up? What's up? How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing, man? What do you think about that win tonight? I loved it. I think Giannis was at his best he's been at all year, getting everybody involved, getting things done on both ends of the floor. I really like that Coach Bud put in uh, Sterling Brown and DiVincenzo after they show what they did yesterday, and I think they can be big assets uh, moving forward. And uh, I hope that they can keep shooting th- threes like they've been doing and uh, look forward to this year. Yeah, completely agree. Thanks for the call, buddy. 414-799-1250 here on the fan. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Coach Bud. We're going to hear from Matt Velasquez. We're going to break this one down with you guys. 414-799-1250 here on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on The Fan. Bucks pick up the win tonight, 115-105, double-digit win. Cover the spread on the first back-to-back of the season. It's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post-game show, 414-799-1250. You could also tweet at us at 1057FM, the fan. Your biggest takeaway from this back-to-back, from the victory tonight. P tweets in, like seeing the minutes for Brown and Dante. I think they have more to offer than Wes Matthews. I agree. That was the thing that was scaring me a little bit the first couple games of the season is I know Coach Bud likes veterans, likes guys that he's familiar with, hence Kyle Korver coming over. Kyle Korver was an all-star under Coach Bud when he was with Atlanta. Likes a guy like Wes Matthews, likes the veteran presences in the uh, locker room. But yeah, I'm ready to see the young guys play. I want to see more of Dante. Dante's a guy that could take games over. Granted, it's been a small sample size for Dante, but, I mean, go back and watch that national championship game when he's at Villanova. That's a guy that can knock down shots. He could shoot 40% from the floor. He could shoot 30% from three. He could play a little defense. And I like Sterling Brown. I do. I know that he showed some, some glimpses. I mean, last year it's a guy that was starting in the first round of the playoffs, and then he couldn't buy a minute in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I want to see more of the young guys as well. I want to see some DJ Wilson, another did-not-play Coach's decision. I want to see some more of DJ. 414-799-1250. Let's go out to West Dallas, talk with KJ. KJ, what's up, buddy? I know you're a little nervous about this game. I got your DMs. 26-point lead. They almost blow it again. You concerned with this team? Yeah, man. Uh, A little bit on the defensive side. Um, You know, it just told me 
how dominant when Giannis wants to will his way through a win uh, he can be. Uh, my big takeaway, though, Ryan, from this game is how erratic and inconsistent Chris Middleton is for, you know, a supposedly, uh, you know, a supposed uh, number two guy. He's just, he's just not that guy. I mean, he's not a, he's not a number two. He's not a guy that you can depend on if Giannis is, you know, struggling, if he's in foul trouble. Um, he can't, he can't uh, produce his own shots. And if he's not hitting his jumpers, you know, forget it. I mean, he missed a layup tonight. Just just not consistent enough for me. And it's not a small sample size. We've gone through seasons of watching this guy struggle, you know. And But yet, you know, the Bucks went out and paid him all that money. Can I ask so you a question now real we're quick? basically stuck with him. Let yeah. me ask you a question real quick. So what would you have done differently in the offseason if you couldn't bring back Malcolm Brogdon? Would you have went with a sign and trade? Like what do you would you what would you have done? Went after a guy like Kemba Walker? I mean Yep. You got it right there. You can stop right there. I would have picked up Kemba Walker in a heartbeat. I would have uh not paid Middleton. I would have you know, I if I would have kept Brogdon uh at any cost. I mean, a guy like that is you know, he's platinum. I mean, you're not going to get a guy that is that consistent. Now you have a couple of guys like Middleton, like Bledsoe, who, you know, if they're not uh, producing, then you're in big trouble. You know, you've got to put it all on Giannis, and teams know that. You know, I, I like the way that Coach Bud uh, pl- has been playing his uh, bench in terms of playing like 10, 11 guys and spreading it out a little bit more getting DiVincenzo and uh, Sterling Brown involved because they're going to need these guys, you know, in the middle of the season going down the stretch, uh, you know, to come off the bench and, and be productive. The KJ, thanks for the call, buddy. 414-799-1250. You could also tweet at us at 1057FM, the fan, like Brandon did. He said, enough of these callers claiming the Bucks need to improve the team. We got a squad. Bench may be even better with Dante and Pat P., Plus a little Sterling. Middleton just needs to find his groove, and we are okay. Still love 55 wins. That comes from Brandon. Mitch, how many games does this team win, as is, with no improvements made to the roster at the deadline? Is this still a 50-win team, 55-win team? 55 sounds about right to me. I'm down with that. Is this team good I don't, I don't think it's a 60. I, I think it's a 50-55. to 55. Now, I know you watch games around the league, not just the Bucs. Yes, so I you've do. seen Philadelphia. Philadelphia undefeated. They're playing the Blazers right now. I think they take an L tonight, but they're 4-0 on the season. You've seen Boston now. You've seen Brooklyn. I mean, no KD this year, so they don't really scare me. But when you look around the Eastern Conference, who could compete with the Bucs? Miami. Stop. Well, Philly, of course, too, but my, I think Miami's good. I think Miami's Miami has always given I the Bucs fits. I think a fourth or fifth seed at best. I'm saying in the playoffs. Oh, I think Miami Bucks, could be three or four. Do the Bucs have what it takes to go to the finals this year, or do they need to make an addition? Because the I Buc- thought but the, but the Bucks do. Believe me, they do. Miami, Miami's Brian. Miami's good. Miami's good, but I mean, I don't know. Jimmy Butler will never be the best player on an Eastern Conference Finals team. That's my opinion. I don't disagree, but I, Miami's good. They always give the Bucks fits. I'm worried about Philadelphia. I yeah, think, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I am too. I mean, I I'll, I'll say it. I hate to say it. I hate Philly. I hate saying that, but yes, they scare me. I think they're overrated. I think they're, 
I think they're a national media darling. I think the Bucks, uh, in, in the terms of national media, they think Malcolm Brogdon being gone is is the worst thing that could have possibly happened to this organization outside of Giannis leaving. I mean, my goodness. I know Malcolm Brogdon's a nice player. He really is. He's a good player. Yeah. He's a very steady player, but he's not that good. Well, the thing about Indiana is right now they're not scary because they don't have their best player, Oladipo. Exactly. Out. But when Oladipo comes back, you have him, you have Sabonis. I mean, the rumors were they were looking to move Sabonis, and then they extended him. So you have Sabonis, you have Depot, and you have Malcolm Brogdon. Well, I think Indiana's going to be tough. Sometimes you have to extend guys to get more value, Ryan. Why do you think Bradley Beal keeps getting extended? you think he wants to be in Washington? Well, no. But, but, I, but they, when he keeps getting – he's got, what, probably three years on his contract now? Well, yeah, he's going to get just a an extension. Right. The Wizards are going to get a – well, I, don't I can't know. trust the Wizards' front office. I don't think they move them. I don't, I don't know if they do either because they're, they're, they're going to ask for a king's ransom, and the Bucs can't, can't give them that. No, the Bucs weren't never I – and mean, Bradley Beal was never coming here, and neither was Kemba Walker. 414-799-1250. Deanne's leaving the game. Deanne, how was the atmosphere tonight? Big win. Oh, it was great. Absolutely excellent. Uh, loved the game. I'm a big, avid fan of your show, and I'm calling in to just ask, you know, when the Bucks are down in the third quarter or not down but, like, not playing to their best, why are they not putting a spark off the bench like a Pat Connaughton or maybe even throwing D.J. Wilson in there? Any thoughts on that? I really want to see D.J. Wilson, and I don't quite understand that. Pat's a little bit banged up from last night with the shoulder injury. Mitch was talking about that a little bit before the game. And, yeah, I want to see DJ. I don't quite understand DJ. I like Ursan. I like what he brings. You know, as a veteran, he takes charges. He can knock down some big shots. But I want to see a guy like DJ that's quicker. He's more athletic. He's young. And he needs the experience. Now's the time to get him the experience. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Absolutely. Um, Does that win, does that mean a little bit more to you since the the Raptors, uh, you know, ended the Bucs season last year and went on to win the title? Or does it not mean anything because Kawhi? No, I think think without some of the big players on the Raptors, I was kind of hoping they would win tonight, kind of thinking they would win, although Lowry can be very scary. So, um, but I was was hoping they would win. Um, I I figured they would win, uh, especially with not some of the big players on the Raptors this year. But um, they played well. but I would have liked to have seen some of the other bench players play tonight. I completely agree. Thanks for the phone call. Drive safe, 414-799-1250. Let's get back out to the phone lines. We'll go to the north side, talk with Cam. Cam, what's up, buddy? Hey, yeah, I just agree with that last caller before that last guy about Middleton. Yeah. Yeah, not only, I mean, not only does he not make big shots, but, you know, he's just, he's just not the smartest basketball player. He's just dumb. He just makes bad, ill-advised uh, decisions, uh, you know, at the wrong time, turn the ball over. Uh, I don't know why, but he seems to get caught up in traffic, caught up in double teams, and they take the ball away from him, which, you know, which gives the opposing team so momentum. It's not all about him not being able to make big shots, but he just he's just not the smartest basketball player, and neither is neither is Bledsoe. I agree with that. I actually, I, I completely agree with that. The basketball IQ could be a little bit higher with Middleton. Mitch, doesn't Middleton kind of seem like the guy at the YMCA, like he has game, but he just like can't put it all together? Like some days he'll knock down his shots, and then sometimes you have him for the intangibles. He'll die for loose balls. He'll play some good D. He just has an awareness rating of zero. Right. He but, just, I, like, if you know what I mean by that. It's just, I like his game. He, yeah, no, it's, he's smooth. He he's is an old man game. Does he, does, he plays he does. like a 38-year-old man. And he's lost with the hamstring injury he had a couple years ago now. He's, he just, he lost a step, if you will. I mean, he's just, he's not getting any younger, and his, his hamstring injury really derailed his athleticism. But he just, 
there, there's just times where he just doesn't see stuff coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I don't he like, just does, like, there's a defender behind him. The narrative. Everybody I guess, sees it except for him. Granted, it's behind him, but right. You should be able to, as a professional athlete, you should be able to feel that. I just feel like you weren't getting anything better than Middleton. Kemba Walker, you weren't You're doing not. a sign and trade with Michael Jordan. He wasn't going to give you Chris K- Middleton I mean, yeah. for KJ, nothing. KJ, we love you, but... And- you're not letting Bledsoe walk. You're not letting Middleton walk. Well, and you're, you're not. Then you're going to hope Kemba Walker comes here. Well, see, and you're going to keep Brogdon. Exactly. Here's my point. I feel like some people, if you don't sign Chris Middleton, like you don't get to hold that money for next year or for two years when when Bradley Beal is a free agent. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you weren't going to get any better if you didn't bring Chris Middleton Basically, back. Basically, we were screwed, and let's just go home. <laughs> I mean, so you run it back. You, you run it back you with a team to. that won 60 games and went to the Eastern Conference Finals and had a 2-0 lead in that series and. You got out coach. I mean, Bud did last year. We got to be quite honest in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Raptors had the better player. Like, Giannis was the MVP of the league, but in the playoffs, Kawhi Leonard was the best player in all of the playoffs. I mean, he was, a, we don't know, because Kevin Durant didn't really play in that series. You know, Clay Thompson got hurt, but Kawhi Leonard individually carried Toronto to that championship. Let's go out to the east side. We'll talk with Colin. Colin, what's up, buddy? Um, I just got home. Did you? What were you up to tonight, buddy? Um, I was at the Bucks game. Nice. What'd you think? Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. Who's your favorite player on the Bucks? Giannis by far. Who's your second favorite player? Do you like Middleton, or do you are you like these uh, these other guys, and you want Middleton gone? Um, I like Divincenzo. Nice. Thanks for the call, buddy. Have a fun Saturday. Have fun at school on Monday. Thanks, Colin. 414-799-1250. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear from Coach Bud. We'll go inside the locker room as well. Here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Still plenty of time to pop on as well. 414-799-1250 here on The Fan. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on the Fan. Bucks beat the Raptors 115 105. Second night of a back to back. Beat the Magic last night. Time now for the injury report. Wes Matthews suffered an ankle injury, left the game, did return to the bench, but did not come back onto the floor, only played nine minutes. Dante DiVincenzo started the second half. So we'll wait maybe to hear from Matt Velasquez with the Journal Sentinel, get an update on Wes Matthews, who suffered an ankle injury. Doesn't look anything too serious, though. 414-799-1250. Let's go out to Cudahy. We'll talk with Kevin. Kevin, what's up, buddy? What's up, Kev? What's up, man? Hey, not too much, man. What do you think about that win tonight? Uh, man, it was good. I wish that we could have kept Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I mean, I wish we could have kept Malcolm Brogdon too, but are you – so what are your thoughts on Chris Middleton? Uh, I mean, it's only the fifth game out of 82 games playing. Right. And I thought the All-Stars in, what, February. So he'll, he'll catch his – he's just having a rough first two weeks. He's going to catch his groove back. Thanks for the phone call, buddy. 414-799-1250. You guys can jump on. You could also tweet at us at 1057FM. The fan, like our buddy Bart Winkler did, host of the morning show. He said, I'm listening to Ryan Horvath on 1057FM, the fan post game show, and I feel terrible for him. Everyone's still calling up to murder Middleton. 
Mitch thinks the Heat are a threat. The Bucks won, by the way. What's your counter to that? I think, I think he agrees. The Heat are probably a six-seeded best, Mitch. Oh, sorry, Mitch. They're a four-seed in the East. I'm sorry. That's, they may that's, be in the East. That's where I have them in my predictions. That's what's going to happen. So. They may be. They may be. Jay Smooth tweets, and he said, Middleton had 11 points on 12 shots. Gross. I No matter what, it's always we always go back to this. It's always the Middleton bashing. And I get it, but, I mean, Middleton has been pretty solid the past couple games. Tonight wasn't really his Tonight night. Wasn't it was great. Also, it was a back-to-back, though. For sure. And it was. And tonight was Giannis's night to take over. How come when Giannis has a night where he hasn't he's the done MVP that yet this league? year? It was really nice to see Giannis do that tonight because I, I don't know how much you noticed on Monday against Cleveland. He was not himself. I don't know what was going on there, but Monday, Monday he didn't look like he wanted to be there. It was weird. I've never seen that before from Giannis. It's an eighty-two game season. You're gonna. Have I agree, like but that. he's he. That's not his thing, Ryan. Like he's. That's part of his charm is he always plays hard. He always he plays hard in the All-Star game. He plays hard at the World Cup. He won me 200 bucks tonight. I took a prop. Giannis over 26 and a half points because I just knew that this game was circled on the schedule. Do you still think so? I mean, I know Kawhi's gone. I know Danny Green's gone. I think I know that was a lot of team. it. I think tonight he wanted to get back. It I was think, a revenge game for him. I think he's he's going to play angry. He's going to play his, pick his spots, clearly, and play angry. And I think tonight was one of those where he was not going to be denied. And the refs were a little better. A little nicer to him than they have been earlier earlier in the season. And he took advantage. Agreed. Agreed. Let's hear from Coach Bud after the Bucks win 115-105 over the Raptors tonight at the Pfizer Forum. Maybe. A, a lot goes in tonight, but uh, to get the win, to find a way, you know, to uh, withstand their run. They had two huge quarters, the second and third quarter. Um, but, you know, proud of the way our guys uh, kind of – Sustain the run, find a, find a way to win. Giannis with a huge three at the end. George, some free throws. Um, you know, good win on a back-to-back. There was a defensive possession there at the end of the third where Giannis blocks Siakam. Ersan gets the charge on, I think it was um, somebody. He got a charge. And forgive me for the yes or no question, but is this the type of Bucks basketball that you've been waiting to see? Well, I mean, that possession's great. I mean, there's times, you know, when our activity and our covering for each other, scrambling, it's kind of what we want our identity to be. So, you know, we were just talking about that play uh, in the coach's room, you know, for Giannis and his length and his athleticism to go and block a shot and play above the rim. And then, you know, Irsan to follow it up with his IQ and his understanding and uh, take a charge. Um, hopefully we're a versatile team defensively, offensively. Um, you know, we've got a lot of guys that can do a lot of things. Bledsoe has that breakaway, misses it. Giannis somehow comes up with it, somehow dunks it. It just felt like that fourth quarter was one of those nights where Giannis willed you to a win and just said you guys weren't going to lose. What was it like to have that guy back the last couple games where he's really just kind of taking over games for periods? Yeah, no, I mean, he was so big. I, it felt like the three he hit was just a monster three, too. Um, so, you know, finishing in the paint. You know, getting an offensive rebound and dunking it, you know, seeing plays all the way through, making the huge three. Um, you know, he was he was really special tonight. You know, Lowry got going a little bit there in the third. What do you think you guys did a little bit better in the fourth to kind of uh, limit him? <laughs> I mean, it was a heck of a third quarter for him. I mean, they had 40, and I don't know how many he had. It was just 
you know, hopefully maybe he, he used a lot of energy to get those, you know, to get those points and to generate that, that offense. And at some point he's got to take a break. And, um, you know, I thought between Bled and George and Dante, we had a lot of different guys that we tried to throw at him. And, you know, hopefully by the fourth quarter, maybe fatigue or just, you know, the basketball God said you can't play that good another quarter. Especially on the second night of a back-to-back, what kind of luxury to, is it to have a bench that can give you 18 in the fo- in the first quarter finish? You know the way that they did. Yeah, no, we feel like it's a huge, um, you know, huge advantage or a huge uh, thing that we want to lean on uh, throughout the year. You know, Dante and Sterling have played the last couple nights, and you know they're really you know kind of coming out of preseason a little bit like the fifth and sixth wings, and those guys can play. You know, and. Earson comes in and does things well. Robin, George, uh, the bench is just really good. You know, Kyle hits some shots. Uh, so, you know, feel really good about our depth, our depth on the wing, our depth in the bigs. Um, and hopefully that plays out for us over the course of an of a 82-game season. We talked about it before the game, but, you know, it's a, it's a different team that you guys are facing, a different Raptors team. But mentally, is there anything guys can take from a game like this, you know, where you guys – um, you know, lost to them in the playoffs last year. Do you feel like guys can take something from this? Um, you know, I think anytime you match up against somebody again, when you've played them in the playoffs, whether you've beat them or, or you know, you were on the wrong end of it, there's there's usually something in that first game, um, you know, for us to find a way to win and withstand their run, make some big plays down the stretch, um, you know, guard two really great point guards in, in Lowry and Van Fleet, all the things that they make you do. You know, I think we're better and smarter after tonight. Um, you know, now we just got to keep taking it forward. Seems like West might have turned his ankle, obviously sat out the rest of the game. What's the, the latest with him and with Pat? Was that just trying to, you know, be be cautious with his shoulder? Yeah, a little bit of all that. You know, I think um, with the wings, um, you know, we're just finding ways or looking for ways to, you know, continue to develop that group and make sure they're all ready and can contribute and, um, you know, Wesley took the, the spill and again, back to backs and Dante and Sterling playing well, Pat with the shoulder, just, um, you know, some nights I think we're just going to mix it up. I know this is kind of an ongoing experiment as we figure out what to do with challenges and, and all that. You see Giannis pick up that late charge, 205 left, I believe. Any thought to challenging that? And now that you've thought about it, do you maybe want to do it differently, anything like that? Mm, no, I mean, I... There was a pretty quick replay on the big screen, and to me, it looked, Lowry looked like he was there. It looked like it was clearly a charge, and with two minutes to go, and you know, I think it's a four-point game or six-point game. There's still a lot of things that can happen, and so you have to make a, a tough, quick judgment call. And you know, Lowry is uh, pretty crafty, pretty smart, and you know, um, again, I took a quick look upstairs, and uh, I, I looked like a, a tough call to be reversed or to be challenged in my mind. Uh, Coach, another lead slipping away tonight. What are you guys talking about in the huddle and timeouts when, you know, that's going on? Yeah, you know, I think we we just 40 points. You know, you you give up 40. Um, How can we be better defensively? And sometimes you just need to keep kind of keep the faith, keep your keep your poise, keep your direction. Um, Teams are going to go on runs. You got to be able to sustain that. But, you know, it'd be great, um, you know, if we could find a way to get some stops. If, if you don't give up 40, um, you know, we got 29. That's, you know, it's just the 40 that stands out to me, stands out in the timeouts. Giannis tracks it down and jams. 
There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Bryant Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on the fan. Bucks now 4-2 and two on the season. Although from some of the phone calls... You think maybe they were two and four? They beat the Raptors tonight, one fifteen, one hundred five, on the second night of a back to back. Our X factor of the game tonight. You know, Mitch. Nobody besides Giannis was actually that great tonight. Giannis fourteen to twenty from the floor tonight, fifteen boards, eight assists, thirty six points. We'll go with Eric Bledsoe, twenty four minutes, five of twelve from the floor, nine rebounds, five assists, fourteen points. Played solid defense tonight, I guess. We'll go Eric Bledsoe, although Kyle Lowry tonight, 36 points on 11 of 18, shooting 5 of 9 from 3. And Fred Van Vliet, 2 of 10 from the floor tonight. I Seven feel like assists, this, this, is, points. this is the box score that, uh, you know, pick your favorite ESPN personality, and they look at it and they go, what does this mean for Giannis's future in Milwaukee? Yep. Yeah, there's no uh, 1B. Or- Here's the thing. Anthony Davis wanted out of New Orleans. That team was horrible around him. Horrible. But they did try. I mean, they brought him in. They DeMarcus. tried, but they, they gave him Demarcus Cousins one year. Then he tore his Achilles. So. I'll give him credit for that. But I mean, Etwan Moore yeah. was like a starter every year. <laughs> Anthony did. Drew Holiday. No disrespect to him, but they gave him Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a great player. He He's really a great is a perimeter defender. But Etwan Moore, yeah, Solomon Hill, Kenrich Williams, yeah. Not I mean, great. that's I, Chris Middleton's better than any of those guys. Oh, I completely agree with you. I'm a Middleton fan. Eric Bledsoe is better than any of those guys. Yeah, in the, the regular Bucks season, second unit especially. is better than any of those guys. I love Eric Bledsoe. I think he's a tough defender. I mean, I've always liked Eric Bledsoe. The you problem love Eric, Eric? Wow. No, no, no. In the regular season, I love Eric Bledsoe, and I like Eric Bledsoe off the floor. Like he's a tough dude. He's gritty. But the thing I don't like is that in the playoffs, he disappears. He's not a great offense. He does, but there's always you can always turn it around. Look at Kyle Lowry. That's true. Or Kyle Lowry, however we want to say it. That's true, but he also was was paired with uh, some guy. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, Eric Bledsoe has some guy, too. The MVP of the league. It's going to happen. 414-799-1250. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up here. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez. We'll also go inside the locker room, hear from Giannis here on the Pick and Say Pro Hoops postgame show on 105.7 FM. Did that really just happen? It's time for the... Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on The Fan. Once again, Bucks get the win tonight, 115-105. They moved to 4-2 and two on the season. Raptors fall to 4-2 and two on the season. The are you kidding me moment of the game. I'm going to go with tonight just Giannis's performance. I know that's kind of a cop out. But this is his best performance of the year. 14 to 20 from the floor. 15 rebounds. 8 assists. 36 points. Played 36 minutes tonight. Pretty much individually carried the Bucks to a victory tonight. Giannis doesn't play in this game tonight. Bucks lose by 15 at least. Mitch, I want to hear your thoughts on this Raptors team. Now they're 4-2. and two. I didn't really know what to expect. I was watching this interview with Nick Nurse, and he was talking about how he went and 
he's been talking to all these great head coaches, Bill Belichick and some of these guys that have won back-to-back championships, you know, because he thinks that they have a legit shot to be contenders this year. And I was laughing because I considered this to be like a 38, maybe to 41 win, 500 team without Kawhi Leonard. But I don't know. I think Pascal Siakam, I think he might be on his way to becoming a superstar. Like, I think they're gritty enough, and I think Nick Nurse is a good enough head coach, and they play good enough defense that maybe they could win, like, 47, 48 games. What do you think? I'd, I'd put them somewhere in there, the 45 to 48 win range. I think in this year's Eastern Conference, they're going to beat up on some teams. So far, they're, what, 4-2, and two, I think, on the year? 3-2, and 4-2? and two. Now, they haven't four and two, yeah. all of the solid teams they've played. They, I mean, the Bucks and Boston, they've lost to. I think they beat Detroit, who's, you know, okay. I think Toronto is going to be great against the Eastern Conference. I don't know about the West this year uh, with them. Just they're not going to have that guy, really. Unless Kyle Lowry shoots the, light out, shoots the lights out like he did tonight right. against the Bucks. I mean, Toronto's a nice team, but I don't know if they're a title contender. No, definitely not. Looking around the league tonight, the Hornets beat the Warriors 93-87. The Warriors now without Draymond Green as well as Steph Curry. Suns beat the Grizzlies 114-105. Timberwolves over the Wizards tonight, 131-109. Nuggets beat the Magic 91-87, so back-to-back losses for Orlando tonight. Pistons over the Nets, 113-109. And now the Trailblazers with a 78-67 lead over the 76ers. That came in the third quarter. Philadelphia, 4-0 on the season. Let's go out now to the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. We'll talk with Matt Velasquez from the Journal Sentinel. Matt, how you doing tonight, buddy? Oh, I'm just just doing fine nice so what do you think about uh, let's I want to hear your thoughts first back-to-back of the season you know Bucks led by as many as 26 in the first half they do win by 10 115 105 what's your biggest takeaway from this weekend on the first back-to-back of the year you know I I think this was a a good uh, a good set of games for the Bucks Uh, obviously a huge win in Orlando you come home to uh, a team that's already waiting for you and a really good team at that Um, you know they, they didn't they didn't kind of, you know, start out stuck in the mud. They didn't shuffle their feet. They got going, uh, you know, really well in that first first quarter, in the first half as a whole. Um, obviously, Toronto wasn't going to take that line down. Kyle, Kyle Lowry got, got going there in the third quarter. But, you know, in a game that, you know, we've seen the Bucks uh, have trouble to close uh, at times this season, uh, having that big lead, they were able to finish it off. Uh, you know, Giannis was, was fantastic, um, you know, as usual, but even more than usual, I think. And, you know, this is uh, something they can definitely build on. You know, it's getting two wins, you know, going on, on the road uh, and then coming back home on the back-to-back, that's a tough situation to be in. And I think it's something that you can definitely grow from. Right, and obviously a different-looking uh, Toronto team. No Kawhi, no Danny Green, but still a tough team. They're 4-2 and two on the season now, even with the loss. Is this is this a game that the Bucks had circled on their schedule? Like, I think arguably this is Giannis's best game of the regular season so far. Was this something personal to them, you know, even though it's a different-looking team, no Kawhi? It's funny. A couple guys said, "Oh no, it's just a uh, you know another game." You know, Bledsoe said, "That's ah, the regular season. It's it's whatever." But Giannis said, "Yeah, I definitely was more motivated for this game. Right? You know, I had more juice, and I really wanted this." And you could see it. You could see from the way he played, the way that he he attacked, the way that he closed the game, um, just the 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 way he was locked in uh, from start to finish. He he did a, a little bit of everything and a lot of some things, including you know scoring, getting to the line, making his free throws, uh, four block shots, just. You know, a really good game from him, and, and you can definitely tell that it mattered to him. He, he recognizes this is a different team, you know, that, that Kawhi's not here anymore and all that. Um, but he said, hey, that's a team that, that cost us a trip to the, 
the Eastern Conference to NBA Finals. Like, you know, that means something. And you definitely want to get them next time out. Yeah, Dante and Sterling Brown starting to get some minutes here finally. Do you think that they're going to be part of the rotation here? Uh, well, I think it all depends on, you know, how banged up they are. I know that Pat Connaughton, you know, uh, strained his shoulder a little bit on Friday night. He, he told me he was fine, but, you know, they're being a little bit cautious with him. So he didn't play tonight. Wes Matthews looked like he had a weird fall, uh, maybe rolled an ankle or something like that, and uh, and he only played nine minutes. So that opened the door for, for Dante and for, for Sterling. And with the way they're playing, you know, Bud had a ton of confidence in them um, to, to keep them out there, to give them big minutes, and they paid that off. Uh, with the way they handled things, so I think they've they've definitely made a case uh, to get more playing time. You know, if they can be consistent with the way that they've been playing, uh, then they're going to you know continue to make that case. The 26 point lead that they blow, they do end up winning the game by 10 points. Do you think that is is I mean they continue to blow big leads? Is that something that concerns you, or is that just maybe them being a little bit tired in the second half of a back to back tonight? No, it's just NBA. Right. I mean, <laughs> most most games, you know, there's a lot of games that. You know, teams get up big or teams get up double digits and other teams come back. I mean, the other team is full of professionals who can knock down shots. You know, Kyle Lowry went nuts for a while there. You know, there was a stretch in the third quarter where, you know, the Raptors just couldn't miss, you know, after bricking everything. Like, to start the game, you know, they were just knocking down shot after shot regardless of the defense being played. Um, and, and, you know, that's going to happen sometimes. you got to weather that storm. you got to weather that, um, you know, that, that punch that they're going to give you. And the important thing is being able to respond. You know, in other games this season, they've taken that punch and basically fallen down. And this game, they were able to, you know, take take those hits, take those body blows, and and find ways to to close this game and, and make it so that you know it looked like it was going to come down to the wire, and it mm-hmm. and it didn't. Uh, what are your thoughts? Last question. What are your thoughts on this Raptors team? Like a forty-five, forty-eight win team, or do you think that they could be a contender in the Eastern Conference? Uh, I, I think in the East. I mean, they. They could be a, a top three, top four team in the East. I think we all expect the Bucks and the Sixers to be the top two. But after that, it's, it's totally up for grabs. And it, it might just come down to, to health and, and how guys continue to progress. Obviously, Pascal Siakam, outside of tonight, he's been off to a really good start to the season. Uh, Fred Van Vliet normally won't shoot as, as kind of uh, shaky as he did tonight. Kyle, Kyle Lowry is, is Kyle Lowry. We know who he is. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, given the fact that they're in the East, they, they have a chance to be. Uh, top four team for sure. Matt, thanks a lot, man. Enjoy your Saturday night. All right, we'll do. That right there, Matt Velasquez. You could find his work at the Journal Sentinel. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. 414-799-1250. Let's get back out to the phone lines. We'll go to the north side. We'll hear from Ram. Ram, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Where your music at, man? I know. I need to get my own theme song, man. You man. Gotta get, we talked about that already. I, I know. I was expecting to hear that. I know. I know. I need, we need a bigger budget here. I need my own theme song. I need my own stunt double, all that fun stuff. Hey, <sighs> hey, I know that. I know you're on the uh, – you're not the biggest Chris Middleton guy, right? But what would, you have done, what would you have done different this offseason if you couldn't bring in a guy like Kemba or Kyrie Irving? Like, what would you have done differently? You don't get to hold on to that money for next year. How would you yeah. make this team better? I'll I would let Middleton walk and got Danny Green. Oh. And we, and we still need a point guard. Ram, Danny Green uh, over well, Chris I'm Middleton's a better, better player, I, though. I, look, I, I, I take my stack. I put two stacks on Danny Green to get Middleton anywhere or any park or even on Nerf Hoop. Stop. You okay. don't really believe right. that, I'm dude. Just, I'm just keeping it 100. <laughs> look, you got to look at it like this. You got to look at this, Ryan. He's a winner. 
He's in the champion. He's won at the NCAA level, and he had clutch shots. That's true. And you can't say that for Chris. That's I just don't like North. I'm not a North Carolina guy. That's all the hate. Okay, well, I, I get that. I, I feel that way. I, I love it when Jordan was there. You know, sometimes I didn't. But you can't. One thing in basketball I learned, I look at players where they come from and they coaching. Right. And how they've been coached. Middleton is still a big question mark. No, I you agree. Know? So 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 now now Lowry outscored Middleton and Bledsoe. Your two guys that you're giving almost a quarter million dollar quarter billion dollars to. He outscored both of them. And it wasn't even close. And he almost brought them back. And the reason being, because the Bucks don't slash, get to the middle, get to the free throw line. No, that's true. They, they they live and die by the three. Now I'm gonna say this now: this road trip is gonna be brutal because they're playing against playoff contenders. That they play against a few teams that can win the title this next road trip. And we're gonna see what's you know what's gonna really happen because I don't count the Orlando game, but the Boston game that was another playoff game. Right. You know, so we got to look at look at the whole piece then. Where's the score going to come from when, when Giannis can't do it all by himself? No, I agree with that. I've been what saying we that. Do? We need somebody that could create their own shot. Last thing, Ryan, we got all these bigs and nobody want to bang, get a rebound, and finish at the rim. I know, because they're all out the three-point line. And what good is that going to do? I agree. So, they, so, so what happens is teams say, well, your legs don't go in the second quarter, let you shoot those threes, and then when the 50-50 balls come up, they're not bending down to get them. We're off on the other end. They're getting layups. That's how that's how they got back in the game. And, you know, Toronto just let them do that. And then when those shots start falling, that little stretch in the third period, you miss a three and they come out and make a three. I mean, you can get, you know, you you cut 15 points off a lead real quick. But other than that, it was a good win tonight. Uh, I'm glad that Don, Dave Vincenzo and Brown is getting some minutes. But do you, on this road trip, is that something that you're going to do? You just throw them out there? I don't know. I mean, they got to get some minutes. They need some experience. Now's the time to do it. I don't want to do it after the All-Star break. Well, i ask you just one last question. i hang up. What's up? If you could get a point guard. Anybody but Chris Paul. Okay, because, okay. But see, we need a playmaker that, that, that can get a 10 assist, 9 or 10 assists a game, that, and that'll make this team really go. Because I don't like Giannis bringing the ball up. No, I agree, but we missed the boat on the two guys I wanted. I said Kemba Walker. I wanted Mike Conley. I didn't care about the age. Conley I didn't care about nice. the contract. Utah, yeah. ma- Utah made the right decision. Well, well, we our GM got to do like Yuri did up in Toronto. You just got to sometimes throw the whole sink out there. Then if you win it and get close, I agree. then we go back to the drawing board. We can't keep playing conservative and draft and develop. That's all that's going to do is keep you picking in the middle. Not be able to get it. I mean, you're going to go in the lottery, you're going to throw it off, so we're going for the title. But I just don't think the draft and develop thing works in basketball because no. you don't have as many players you have in football. No, I completely agree with that. Hey, enjoy your weekend, man. Hey, man, yeah, man. I'm going to see you listening, man. Thank you. I yep. appreciate it. 414-799-1250. We're going to take our last break. When we come back, we'll be back to wrap things up here on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show on The Fan. Bucks now 4-2 and two on the season. They win the night 115-105 as they return home with a 10-point win. They're now 4-2 and two on the season. Raptors fall to 4-2. and two. 
My eye on the enemy, though, we're going to go on this road trip as the Bucks next in action coming up against the Timberwolves November 4th. That's a 7 p.m. tip. Then they see the Clippers. That's the real rematch I want to see. Giannis and Kawhi Leonard, Bucks clippers although there will be no Paul George yet for the Clippers. Then they're on the road at the Jazz. So that's my eye on the enemy, Clippers and the Jazz. November 6th, November 8th. The two teams I want to see most in the Western Conference, I think the two top teams. Throw the Lakers in there, throw the Nuggets in there. The West is going to be a bloodbath. The East, mediocre at best, but the Western Conference, like, it's legit. The West is loaded. It's really fun to watch those games. I love that Mavericks-Lakers game last night was awesome. That's the best NBA game I've seen, well, in the last year. Did you see Luka get Regular smashed season. in the back of the head by Dwight Howard's chin? He was concussed in that game. I, oh, it had to be. And I, when I first happened, I thought, oh, get up, you you know. Yeah. You Euro. Yeah. And you know the, what? And the, the announcers. And are... then I could, it kind of, they showed him and I could see like what looked like blood coming out of the back of his head. And I thought, oh my God. Yeah. He was he really, he really did get hit. He was concussed. He had to be. And they just let him go on. I was like, if this was football. Never <laughs> hear the end of it, right? No. Right. Right. Once again, Bucks win tonight, 115, 105. That'll do it for us. Catch us early morning tomorrow morning. Me and Bill Schmidt, 10 a.m. to 1130 tomorrow is we will have you covered for Fantasy Football Weekly. Tim Allen back in Las Vegas, I believe, so I'll be in for him. Me and Bill with Fantasy Football Weekly. Once again, Bucks move to 4-2 this season, 115-105. They beat the Toronto Raptors. Have a safe and happy weekend. We'll be back tomorrow here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.